All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. There is uh there's no way the Oilers lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets, right? Yes. Right. Let's right. get into it with the lead. <laughs> I mean, depends how you look at perfectly timed, Jay, but you ran in right as the lead I music played. Not needed for the opening. I adjusted that camera. They didn't even know. They yeah, Aaron did a great job picking that up on the fly. So good work, everybody. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, streaming live on the Oilers Nation YouTube. And always, as always, coming to you from the Sports Closet Studio, sportscloset.ca, or one of the three locations in the Edmonton area, Short Park Mall, St. Albert Mall, Kingsway Mall. It is a short for giant game day of the pro edition of the program, which means Jay is back. Welcome. First time in about two weeks. I've been MIA. Have what? you MIA in, around. MIA in Mexico or Maui? No one knew. I was in Mexico. I didn't. I was truly trying to disconnect. So I didn't connect my phone to the cellular network. Mm. So I would leave it on Wi-Fi. So only when I was in the condo, I refused to look at email for the week. Uh, and because I wasn't connected, I wasn't posting photos. Um, so it was good. So I wasn't, uh, I, sh- I should have went full influencer because I saw some good stuff. Like well, what? Well, you sent us a text in Spanish. That was neat. Cause I, was, I went yeah. onto the Betway app to make my bets. It was Spanish. And it, it, it goes to the Spanish version of the site. Mm. You think that would have been a giveaway for us? 
Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> touche. Yeah, in retrospect. Touche. <laughs> I was hoping you would read it. Did you read it as, as in Spanish? No. Si. Uh, Wait. <laughs> What's no in Spanish? Uh, no. Anyways, well, welcome back, Jay. You do look nice and tanned. Even after a weekend out at the JPL, it didn't take away your nice bronze. Oh, look. I lost it a bit, but yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the Oilers, while you were gone, Jay, they did nothing but win hockey on. games. 13 dubs in a row for the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, look at that schedule. A whole bunch of check marks. By this point, when we did our prediction at the beginning of the monthly, and we had them, so right now they're 3 6 8 0. We had them at six and two at this point. So even our expectations, because I had them winning out this entire final week and finishing the month nine and two. If they win tonight, they're guaranteed to go at least nine and two. It's uh, pretty remarkable. Jay, let me just ask you, because we haven't had a chance to hash it up Oilers style in a while. Look at those wins. Eric, we have them back. Yeah. Which one's the most impressive? Uh, well, we had to get a little gutsy, right? Like you, you can yeah. tell we were running, uh, like we beat some, we, we, we had a weaker schedule. Uh, but I feel like, and this is going to sound weird. I feel like that Montreal win was like a big gutsy performance. Yeah. It was like they had nothing in the tank and they just squeaked out a two, one win. I think, and I know that's like the, that Toronto the comeback was really the Toronto impressive. comeback, but like. I, I I felt like I knew they were going to step up against Toronto for some reason. I just I, I that, that that Matthews goal did not uh, deflate me, uh, but like that gutsy Montreal win, I'm like, okay, like these guys are just willing their way on a streak, and then you know bringing that in against the Toronto uh, game, yeah. that gave that like next level of mojo to like see this month through. Yeah, maybe Liam. Do you have an answer to that? Some people are saying the Leafs game just because they love beating the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, yes. I, again, even that comeback against Seattle, though. Like Seattle's a team that was playing some pretty good hockey. I know they'd lost back to back, but they were like yep. eight and two in their last ten to go down to them the way they did, and then just have things immediately flip around for you. I, I think there's a strong case for that Seattle game. Obviously, BOA as well. Liam, which one stands out to you? The uh, most significant win. Yeah, or most impressive. Uh, to go off the board a little bit, I think the Detroit win was quite I, good. I thought that was also good. Overtime, yeah. It was a late game, late winner in that one. Nothing really happened until the third. You have your backup goalie in, and you. Come I might through. be confusing Detroit with New York, uh, with uh, Montreal. Montreal, then. Montreal. It was the was two. It was, I was also two one, two one, three overtime. two, and two one, three two and two one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. There you go. The Oilers won thirteen games in a row. Yeah. Just like that. They're and, all uh, great, man. Easy peasy. We uh, had some fun last week, Jay, with the whole PK Subban thing. Him coming out and saying the Oilers aren't good enough defensively, and they're still just riding the back of Connor McDavid. Our pal Jason Greger pointed out today in his game day notes article, always a good read up at OilersNation.com, just about how good Ryan McLeod and Warren Fogle have been over this stretch. So in these 13 games, Warren Fogle has 13 points. Ryan McLeod has 12 in 12 because he missed the one game Mm. with an illness. And all of those points are at five on five. Over the course of this winning streak, the Oilers two leading five on five point producers are Warren Fogle and Ryan McLeod. That's the reason. Now the question is, is that like, obviously that pacing isn't sustainable, but like, is that now who Ryan McLeod is like, are they now going to be, you know, somewhat regular contributors? Cause if they are, this team is completely different. Yeah. Um, that, that really is a big one. And I mean, you're adding Corey Perry now to the top nine, presumably could make his debut as soon as Saturday uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, but you add him into the mix and then, you know, maybe that just takes a little bit of pressure off Fogel and McLeod while your bottom six can hopefully continue to keep producing. I mean, a guy who was scoring at a 20 goal pace on a Hawks team where he basically got 
had no help, didn't have a lot of quality to play with on that team. He wasn't spending a tremendous amount of time with Connor Bedard. And the other thing too, just when you look at this winning streak, like you're right, Jay, there have been points where it feels like they're running on fumes to an extent, but at some point you come out of that. And the fact that they won all of their last, I'll say five games when it felt like, again, running on fumes, they are the tank on E. You got three games this week against or two of them are against just flat out terrible opponents. One of them is against a team that you traditionally have a lot of success against. And then you get like two weeks off or 10 days off or whatever. If you can get through this week, you're at 16 games and you're getting rest. And we can't look ahead because it's the NHL. Every game's tough. Beating Columbus is yep. its own task this evening. Yes. One game at a time. One game at a time. And it would be so National Hockey League and so Edmonton Oilers if the streak ended tonight against Columbus. But let's go glass half full and just say... They somehow got through the toughest stretch of January and steamrolled everybody. Our yeah. producer Aaron had to go move his car. It's a snow clearing day down at the oh, office. Do I have to move mine? I don't know. Things are getting hectic oh, around here. People oh, are running around. We can that's hear a them. very sensitive time in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. I, what they, about the other street over there? Do I have to move mine? Not yet. Not yet. Like, I, this, is, this is what drives me nuts. I come and park. There is no signs. Yeah, no, no park. Now all of a sudden, no parking sign shows up while I'm in my office, and I'm supposed to know. About no, they haven't even put the they didn't put signs. No out signs. There. It's just there's just a snow plow going. It might be an illegal plow. For all we I know, you know, Ted, an unsanctioned plow. <laughs> mm, nothing worse than an unsanctioned plow. Mm-hmm. That's you got to keep an eye out for those things. Anyways, uh, Oilers Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day. That means we have a Sherwood Ford Giant question of Ooh. the show, brought to you by SherwoodFord.ca. How giant? Hold. It's actually quite a juicy one. I yeah, think. you're going to like this one, Jay. Uh, just like you like the service you get at Sherwood Ford, the Giants, the, the mobile service department, it'll come to you, whatever you need. Remember that one day I came to work, by the time I left, my truck had gone in oil change. I was at work the whole time. The truck stayed at the office. That's what they can bring you. I'm like 300 kilometers away from having to do the same thing. I actually think I'm getting somewhat close as well. Maybe we can just do something with Sherwood Ford. Come knock out the Bronco and the, and the nation sure. truck and away they go. Load the Bronco into the nation truck. <laughs> probably would fit yeah maybe mm-hmm. maybe you never anything know anything in a nation truck all right here's your giant question of the show chat get ready boosters youtube chat make sure you're fired up for this one which players on the columbus blue jackets could the oilers be targeting ahead of the trade deadline Boone Jenner. here are your options i listed them out for you because yeah. today this was actually a question that was asked of frank saravalli on daily faceoff live the daily talk show i do with our boy frank over on daily faceoff um and frank said flat out everyone except the kids should be available in Columbus. Uh, Not lining. He should be available. Oh, he should be available. No, they, no, no, but like that. Oh, I'm so, for the Oilers. Me who? Yeah, for the Oilers. No. So top of my list, I had Boone Jenner. Next up on my list, I had Alex Tessier as a potential forward option. Guy. What's his hit, uh, salary? One, one, two, one, five. One, five, two, five. Uh, 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 so you four. keep half of that. Boom. Slides right into your lineup. Boone Jenner as a long-term option. For the Edmonton Oilers, 3.75 for two more years. Does have that modified no trade clause. But there's a part of me that could see Boone Jenner just going, oh, you guys are heading towards a rebuild? I'm good. I'm good. Maybe it's time I move the Oilers on are awesome. Win. Yeah, they're good. So 3.75 again for Jenner. You could afford that very easily. got to get rid of the goalie. You got to get rid of the goalie. got to get rid of the but goalie. But you can make it work. I'm not even going to name him anymore. Got to get rid of the goalie. So those are my top two. Those are the guys I would love. Liam, is there anyone else you would love? And then we'll get to the guys maybe we like. I don't know if there's anybody else I would love, honestly. Like, I mean, it's not available, but Ken Johnson would be nice. 
Um, Any one of the kids would be like Kirill Marchenko would be absolutely electric, but you're not getting Kirill Marchenko. I'm going to go stand by my point from yesterday of adding a left wing that's player of Ryan McLeod. So I'll go with Alexander Tessier. Yeah, I really I that would be a big move for the Oilers. And a pending RFA. I know he's got the Arbrights, but still like a pending RFA, a guy you could keep if he fits well, you could keep him into next season. Yeah. And maybe he's your replacement at, again, a $2 million cap. It Maybe he's your replacement for when Warren Fogle prices himself out. Maybe. Anyone right? you like, Jay? I'm just... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to talk into a mic. Uh, he's a lefty. Jake. Who are you looking at? Jake Bean. Looking at Jake Bean. I was also looking at Jake Bean earlier. Don't really love him. So the guys we love are Jenner and Tessier. Are we all kind of on the same page there? Um, I'm, I wouldn't love Jenner. Why not? Is it because he was cap hits big? No, it's not. Three point seven five is very it manageable. Is in what, for what the Oilers would forward. need him to do, Cam. All right, sure. I get rid of the goalie. Get rid of the goalie. Things are looking bright. And it's come on. I just Boon. I love the idea of the four sentiment that the Oilers have in McDavid, Dry, McLeod, and Holloway. And you have four players you can make plays. I think if you get good talent next to them, it's more in the bottom six and the top six. I think. You got a bit of a bit of something good going on. But if you get Jenner, you can flip McLeod to the wing where he's better and it's a yes. bit of a double win. Yes. Think and Boone Jenner's your third, your three C. That's a I that just, sounds like a good hockey team to me. Okay, but here's the thing. Oh geez. so Columbus What did the, Boone Jenner do to you? Nothing. I'm okay. trying to be realistic. You know, if he hits a bit makes a big hit, you can call him Boom Jenner. Oh, that is we could pull that. Oh, sure. that is sick. How do I not think of that? Like so, the Boone goes the dynamite, NathanGear.ca. So three years left at three seven five. It's likely, two more years after this one. Yeah, Continue. sorry, two more, three, yeah. including this one. Columbus probably what retains to three million in a realistic world. So you're paying a guy who is going to be thirty three at the end of this deal, three million bucks cap going up, whatever. But right now we're kind of seeing this a little bit with Evander Kane, where it's like, oh, we got this aging power forward. He wasn't actually that good now that he's thirty one, thirty two. I don't well, have those Boone same concerns Jenner, with Boone. But why? He has a history of being quite injured, doesn't he? He does get hurt. Gets banged up a little bit. Do you really want to waste your assets on a guy like that when you could just realistically just go and get Adam Henrique for probably... Hey, hey, whoa. This is a strictly Columbus Blue Jackets question. How dare you? My sincerest of apologies. Okay. (laughs) Rim Jenner is not even on my list. But if you had a choice and you could only deal with Columbus and you got rid of the goalie, what are you doing, Liam? Like a scenario. I'm Texier, and I would probably try and get another defenseman like Bean. I wouldn't get. Bro Boykvist. I know he's probably too small. He's expensive, Broberg. Not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Even like I, there. So the next rung of players I had were I like the player, but I don't like the fit. And like Jake Bean, Adam Boquist, they were in there for me. I had uh, Andrew Peak is another guy. We're like 25 year old right shot D man, 2.75. Yeah. He's right shot Brett Kulak in a sense, but like, you don't need him, right? Like you're running Vinny and he's got two more years on his deal. Cause I thought maybe Andrew Peak at 50% retained is your seventh defenseman, that ad. But that's yeah. still a bit too expensive. And with the extra years, Columbus probably wouldn't want to retain, right? So I don't see him as Been a possibility. I, I looked at Sean Corrali if you wanted to add. I like Corrali. I don't like the cap number. One more year. If Columbus were to keep 50%, if he were, then I would like him. Yeah, but. How it good? Just, how good is he? Like I, I actually don't double know. Double like, digits in goals, he'll kill penalties for you. Like, like it was sort of sealing his ten goals. Like, I'm just thinking. I, I, this uh, guy is what no better than your fourth line center. 
Yeah, his ceiling is 10 to 12 goals. Dylan Holloway could probably score right. 15, right? Yeah. So again, like the player, but I don't like the fit necessarily yeah. with the Oilers. But Elvis Merzlikens. Might not be bad. Pardon? Jack Raslovic. Cap is high, but it's a free agent at the end of the year. Like, yeah, but if, even if, be they, awful. if they keep half, two it's million? still two. How do you afford? Maybe they someone else gets half. I don't want, if I'm going to go through the route of giving up an extra asset for another We can't team, afford it because we got rid of the yeah. goalie. We got rid of the goalie and that costs us a lot. Yeah, I mean, sure. Maybe, hey, maybe there's a bigger deal to be made where it's like, okay, it's Colum- Columbus, you're taking Campbell. It's because he plays for Columbus, though. You also have to like back yeah, to that end. Two goals this season. Yeah, I don't I don't want Roslovic at all. Uh, Columbus, you're taking Campbell. And this is a world where like, hey, Columbus has now moved Merzlikens to Jersey. Okay, so Columbus is sitting there. They freed up the 5.4 from Merzlikens and they go, okay, Edmonton, we'll take Campbell. You're going to give us two firsts. You're going to give us Borgo. We're going to give you Boone Jenner. And because we know we're not re-signing him and really don't give a shit and the money, let's just balance it. Roslovic at 50%. Save us a little bit of money. Down Sorry, the run through that again. So you're going to give up Campbell. Two firsts and Borgo. Holy moly. And you're going to get Jenner and you're going to get Roslovic at 50% retained. So fuck you. Just kind of money is saying. And like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to use Roslovic, but like, this is just a scenario of like, let's get the money as close to 5 million as possible. Columbus cheap. Doesn't want to use all that cap space towards the end of the season. Just take them. So it's nice and even. So. If the Oilers were to move on from the goalie, mm-hmm. how much money would then become free in Edmonton? Like, I know it seems silly, but he's like, yeah. dead cap is... Jack Campbell's in the chat. I'll be back. You all he see. You. So, so You'll right be back now, in Columbus. His dead cap is 1.1, right? Yeah, because you are saving technically 400K right now, okay. but because you have Pickard up instead of him, but yeah, you'd be So you have 4 million would then become free within Edmonton? Yeah, yeah, Okay, I was a bit lost there for a second. Mm, Okay. That's okay. Uh, No, I would not do that trade. Either way. Wow. Leah. Like, you're giving up a lot of assets for two guys who are just going to... Boone Jenner's going to help you for one, two, three playoff runs. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Boone's a a gamer. And this summer, you're out of Campbell. No, I I get it. That's the biggest... Like, you're forgetting the goalie's gone. Sorry, Jack. And you know what I would do in this scenario? No, I understand. Because they're giving me Roslevic at 50% down to two mil. I just flip Roslevic. I go, gone. See you later, buddy. Play him on his offside. I would take Texier over Roslevic. Yeah, so would I. I would, do, I would do that deal with Texier. So that would be my trade. I would have Ro- Texier instead of, um, what's his name? Roslevic. Yeah. Some very complicated okay. names on Columbus. Marchenko. Oh, I like Bar- Marchenko. Baronkov. Then don't even get me started Kovarov. on uh, Jaeger Ye- Chinakova. No, the Yegor Chinnikov. Close enough. I do like Yegor Chinnikov. I have as well. to say these all later on pre-gaming, so I'm kind of letting yeah, you guys go down. first. <laughs> write them down, Borzy. Um, so, anyways, there you go. That that's just. I think Columbus is an interesting deadline target because Frank says everyone should be available. So, um, interesting. Sherwood Ford giant question for our friends at SherwoodFord.ca. Visit them online to check out their extensive inventory of new and used vehicles. Um, man, I mean, there's. Jack Campbell's played his last game as an Edmonton Oiler. I've never been more convinced of that. Barring, like, I guess maybe an injury could throw that off, knock on wood, but not if you uh, trade him. Speaking of goaltending, what do you make of the Oilers' decision to go with Stuart Skinner tonight? He has been absolutely dialed in. His save percentage since December 1st is like north of 930 or 940. All he's doing is winning. All he's doing is being the Oilers' best player on a nightly basis. Like, even against Seattle, where he comes out, gives up a couple of goals early. And it's honestly been the most impressive part of his play during this run for me 
is the fact that Stuart Skinner is he's been getting beat in the first period a couple times and he's been locks it down and he's been nails in the third period. I think he's given up like one or two third period goals in his last 15 starts. Confidence. So is this the right call going with Stu tonight once again against Columbus? Because we have three more games before the all-star break. So I I think that the math works out. You go Skinner, Pickard, Skinner. It's pretty straightforward. I think it's yeah, simple. Yeah. For me, it's tempted it all to go. Like Chicago's probably the weakest competition of the three teams. Easily. So then give that game to Pickard. Just makes sense. It just tells me the Oilers really want to keep winning. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and that is another thing too. Like when we went and projected out the goaltending thing the whole way, Liam, it's like, you know, when you're in the moment and you're Chris Knobloch and you're in that room and you got a bunch of guys won 13 games in a row, I think it's really difficult to not, I think it's honestly difficult to not go stew all three this week if you keep winning. Well, there is a big break ahead. Like you could, but you should, you should it's it's important to get Pickard a game because like Pickard won't have played for a long time if you do that. Yeah. When did he last play Detroit? Right? Yep. I would play me in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago though. Pesky. In fact, you've been not bad. Pesky. Considering everything they, they've had to deal with. Big so year. They obviously lost 2-1 to us. They lost 2-1 to the Jets. They lost 3-1 to Dallas. I believe that was an empty net. They beat the Sharks. They then lost 3 nothing to Buffalo. Beat the Islanders. Narrowly lost 2 nothing to Vancouver. Like, it's because teams go good. and just like, oh, we're playing the Blackhawks. But uh, I, it is that. And I sure, think I think the Oilers are going to be like, we want that fucking dub. They are coming in on a back-to-back as well. They the play, Hawks are? They play Seattle on Wednesday. Oh, okay, what's the money line in that hockey game over on Betway? Like it's tonight, like the Oilers are minus 333. The minus was 333. That's why we had to get a little greasy and... Deep into the weeds for our bets this week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on in I the guess. show as well. Um, short for giant game day, the Oilers taking on the Blue Jackets. I had another trade idea pop into my head. Here we go. If it's not with the Columbus Blue Jackets, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> in that division, okay, the New Jersey Devils. Hear me through. Okay, okay. Better be Tyler Toffoli. It is. Then I like how you think. <laughs> so the Devils have no problem scoring goals. They are leading the Metro Division in goals scored. They're second last in goals against. They have guys who are banged up. Dougie Hamilton's done for the season. They got these young kids, but what do they need? A reliable defender. There we go. Brett Kulak <laughs> and a first round pick for Tyler Toffoli at 50% retained. How many more years are left on his deal? Pending UFA. Ooh. You got to give to get. They need defense bad out there. They can sacrifice a forward. And, Toffoli has no trade And then protection. what, you put Grober back in and just yeah. got to figure him out? We did this whole debate last week, Jay, when, when you like, were Kulak, gone. Kulak's with Vinny right now. Like, yeah. and, I, and I know they're not exposed to like too much danger, but like they've been just steady Eddie. So Bruce Kerlock is the one who got kind of the gears turning in my brain on this. And last week, we spent a lot of time talking about the idea of you need to free up cap space if you can't find a taker for Campbell. Maybe you just need to go down the route of Kulak's a luxury you can't afford. Check down to Broberg, spend the two mil elsewhere. Well, I'm just worried Liam's going to think to Foley's too old. No, his age is fine. 31. Scored a hat trick last night against Vegas. Oh, he's good, man. And playoff performer. Playoff gamer. You can play on the left, right? Play him anywhere. Oh, yeah. Play anywhere. He's a righty, but how oh, he could be our second line right winger. Yeah. So, like, how much are you loving that? That is game changing. Where do I sign up? Like Aaron, flash up the lines for tonight. I, I got to think about cool. I got to think about that Kulak Vinny dynamic. I love them. So top line stays the same. 
What happens if you're running a second line that is Drysaddle Kane to Foley? That is a B-I-T-C-H to play against come playoff time. Then your third line, flip Fogel back to the left side, Fogel, McLeod, Perry. And then your fourth line is Yanmark, Holloway, and Connor Brown. Gagne, Papa Clutch, 13th forward. Derek Ryan in the mix, probably your 13th forward. Sam Gagne is your 14th forward. But like, man, how much more dangerous does your forward group look? If Game you changer. add an impact right winger and, and then what are we doing? Play? So then are we the, looking for a depth left defenseman? Yeah. So that would be the other side is you do have to go then probably spend a third or a fourth and like a Kulikov esque deal from that deadline where yeah. you just, which is okay. Fourth and get a guy. Oof. <laughs> It'd be an interesting That's idea. So good about like all the way coming back and Perry requiring no assets. Yeah. Like oh. we got two back for very cheap. What do you think of it, Liam? I don't know if I would I'd give up the first with it. I don't know if you would have to go that high because you. It's not like you. It's not like cool. Like but you're getting them right? a retained salary. Yeah, you're getting. So them you got to oh, yeah, you got to pay the exactly. price, and, and that's again part of the incentive for the Oilers in like giving up the first is. Yeah, and for New Jersey, like, hey, you lose to Foley, but you've added a depth piece on the blue line. And now you have another first round pick. You could go swing big on a guy like Tanev. Could you do a first in Broberg? And not give up Kulak? No, MA. you can afford No, because I think they'd want the D. You can afford it. And you can oh, yeah. It. We need the Capcom. Yeah. Um, I think a good layer to this is if Broberg is coming in, he's playing a lot. He's played a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to come and just play five minutes. He's going to have to play real minutes for this team, which will help him be better. I don't hate the idea. I actually think I would benefit the others quite a bit. I think I would keep Fogel on that second line, though, hypothetically. Yeah. I really don't like McLeod and Fogel together without dry saddle. Like they, they've just, it works, it works nice. But well, then they don't do anything. They well, it's they, been well, but they're five on five scoring but they crazy right But now. they don't play together. They play, they're scoring at a rate with dry saddle or not together. So I just think like those two together, just remember we saw it earlier in the year, we just called it the cardio line. They just skate around. They didn't yep. allow goals, but they didn't score any goals. I would have Kane on that line, but that's if this ever was to happen. Well, Kane should be on the third line, actually. Yeah, I think so too. And you could flip Fogel. Could you flip Fogel to the left side? Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, I think e- either one of those guys would be fine. Toffoli would be in the other guy. Or is Toffoli's right shot? He's a right shot, but play his left side. Oh, perfect. Yeah, but yeah. He t- pushes Kane back. Kane's on your third line. We go Kane, Perry, McLeod. That's heavy. Oh, McLeod can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> he skate freely. How's his speed to Foley? I don't think it's a problem. Again, he has we're 20 just, goals already this year. He knows seen, where to go and yeah. Dry Saddle will find him and he will put, he knows how to put the puck in the net. We've just seen Dry Saddle at his best with two fast wingers. That's just what I'm thinking. Well, he's the best. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you guys had your takes. I want to get into the Booster Juice YouTube chat. Fueled by Booster Juice, download the new Booster Rewards app today to start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through the day, just like it got us through the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. Um, that was an absolute blast as we get to get a big shout out to Booster Juice and Tourism Jasper Jasper for helping us out there. Um, okay, a lot of you guys have have takes on the idea of moving Kulak. Victor is in and says Kulak was a brilliant playoff performer the last couple of seasons. I wouldn't do that. Kulak is huge in that dressing room as well. I know, it's scary. But, but is he a luxury you can't afford? And the last time the Oilers did something similar, they checked down midseason from Barry to Bouchard, and it worked perfectly. And you got Ekholm, 
So is what you lose going from Kulak to Broberg worth what you gain by adding a Tyler to Foley? I, I, so. I can only assume to Foley is loved. That I think, I think he's loved by his teammates. So like, he like I said, he's a gamer. He competes. Yep. Dave, that's infectious. Dave is in. Do you seriously want to rely on a guy who's wilted every time he's come up to the NHL? Has he wilted, or has he only been given five minutes a game? Like, what do you do? Right? Uh, you got to be he honest. Fell over that one. It's time. a bit of both. You, you can't. You can't say that we're like it's it's we're mismanaging his development. Yeah. Um, Adarat says, who works with dry saddle fast skaters like McLeod, Fogel, McDavid? I, I do see that a little bit, but again, maybe you throw Holloway on that left side. Maybe you throw McLeod on that left side, right? Like there, there's way to, there's ways to make it work. Or you put, or you put to fully then on your third line and you have like a heavy scoring third line, mm-hmm. like Perry to Foley Kane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like it just gives you so much more forward depth and you're so hard to handle in the playoffs. That's like a, a quasi like second line. Dave says, pretty sure New Jersey would do Toffoli for Kulak straight, though. No way. We need the retention. So. Yeah, and Toffoli yes, score would. 40 goals this year. Like, Yes, they would, because the cap space, it opens up. For them, if, if it was a straightaway trade, we just can't absorb it. I don't think they, I don't think they would. Kulak's a third-pairing defenseman. Yeah, fair. Um, but they probably aren't going to keep Toffoli. Yeah. So he's a Holland's MO has always been veteran defensive depth in the playoffs. And I agree with that. The the second part of any, and I said this in the article I wrote on the site and, and I've said it a bunch of times. The only way I'm okay with trading Brett Kulak is if you know, there's a back pocket move for another veteran defenseman, like I, like your Ron Hainsey type Nick sealer. And I know he's probably going to yeah, sign, he's but not like a veteran, one of Sealer, he's 28, 29 years old, like plays hard. That's all you want. Um, but again, if the, if you have that secondary deal, I love Brett Kulak. I love the story, local boy, Stony Plain, all of that stuff. But at 2.75 million, when you're this tight to the cap, it's just a luxury that you yeah. you, you can if afford. It unlocks it. Tyler Toffoli. Hello. Yeah. Um a lot, a lot of you guys wondering about the names in Calgary, Tanev and uh Lindholm. I I just don't see a way in which Calgary in a year where they're even close or on the bubble, how bad of a PR look is it? If you trade Tanev to Edmonton, sneak into the playoffs and then lose to them in round, lose to the Oilers in round one. I know. That's all Tanev is an oiler. Like oh, I just man, don't, if we got Tanev, that'd be insane. I just don't see them being willing to. Who was that. it? A few, oh, it was, remember when Hoffman got traded from, was he on Ottawa and got traded to Florida? What was it? It was on the Ottawa. He got traded somewhere and then he got sent to Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah through the, the Sharks. Yeah. yeah, but it was like the whole thing of like they didn't want to trade him within the division. And then San Jose just went behind him. Oh, yeah, you're right. I wonder if someone wants to do that with Tanner. Yeah. So you're talking about in uh, yeah June of 2018, he was traded from the Senators for along with a fifth round pick to the Sharks for Bodker, Bergman, whoever. And then that same day, they just flipped him right back there. And actually, that fifth round pick in the trade. Found its way to the Oilers eventually and was used on Tyler Tulio. Liam, so there's a fun little fact. Um, how did you get that? I I didn't. I, You'll never know. Uh, hey, now we'll never know. Why didn't you dig into that? I know. I'll find out. <laughs> uh, all right. There was another interesting rumor that popped up today over uh, at Daily Faceoff, and I want to address it. It's a rumor roundup, and today it is brought to you by Douglas Mattresses. I got my Douglas the other week, and I've been sleeping like a baby. I said, Jay, one of the things I was not excited about 
when it comes to going to Jasper for two days is I just spend a couple of days away from my Douglas. Order today at douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation. Douglas mattresses are handcrafted in Canada, ensuring the highest quality materials and fastest delivery to you. Support a local owned and operated Edmonton company and one that is thriving. Loved by more than 200,000 Canadians and it was named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. It is legit. Take it from me. Liam, I think I heard a little rumor. You might be getting hooked up with a Douglas. Well, somebody asked me yesterday my address and my mattress size. So I got a sneaky suspicion. I know what's coming to my door in a few days. The perfect cover. <laughs> so today at Daily Faceoff, everydaydailyfaceoff.com, there's a new deadline countdown article. So if you're an absolute nerd when it comes to trade talk, like myself, which we all are, yeah, then you need to be on Daily Faceoff every morning to see what the article is. Today, it's all about Jacob Chikrin. Last year, all this talk. Where is he going to go? Wants to be in Ottawa. He ends up in Ottawa. He's happy. And now there's this rumor going around that the senators are considering moving on from him. And part of the reason is they got Sanderson. They got Shabbat. They have all these high price. They have an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. All these high-end left-shot D-men and Chikrin, year left on his deal. They probably don't want to be the ones to pony up for him on an extension. So look to move him now when you could get a lot for him. The Oilers were listed as one of the six teams who work as a potential fit. Now, the reason it's a potential fit, he isn't a natural righty, but he can play and has experienced playing on the yeah, right side of the NHL level. Flip him to the offside. Let's go. 4.6 million, very easy to afford. Boy, if you can get Ottawa to keep a little, very, very easy to afford. You would have to move out Cody CC. He would be your Cody CC upgrade. Here's where I come out on it. If I'm going to give up the CC and Darnell nurse got a good thing going. So there's that. Do you want to mess with chemistry? And I understand that there are better players out there than Cody CC. I fully recognize that, but is there a little bit of the devil, you know, you know, right? Like Chickering could come in and not work with Darnell nurse and they could both be too scrambly, both like jumping up too much. And you could be sitting there a month after the deadline going, Shit. Now what do we do? Do we move? So this would push Vinny to the seventh defenseman. No, because CC would go have to go out to make the money work. Okay. So if I'm going to give up an Ekholm style package for someone, it needs to be a slam dunk. It needs to be Matias Ekholm. Yeah, like it's got to be a slam dunk. You knew that was working. Yeah. You knew it. Chikrin, obviously we were excited about him last year, but like Ekholm was a better option. Ekholm was a better option and you know, Chikrin is he having that great a season? Uh, he's doing okay. Hmm. But, okay. So here's the yeah, thing. Not bad. Oh, yeah. Actually, pretty good. We're talking about this guy flipping to the right side. Yeah. But we I also love that. just had a conversation about trading Brett Kulak. So why would we not just trade Brett Kulak for this guy and then put him on our third pairing with Vinny DeHarnay? We know Paul Coffey loves to have players that can make plays. Chikrin can make better plays than Kulak. Kulak can obviously make him like that's a huge upgrade. And then your left side is it's, Nurse Ekholm and it's Jacob nails. Chikrin. Okay, it's nails. And, but and for some reason can... we're talking about trading Cody C's. I don't get it. I don't understand that because part. Like, like, I, I under... is like five hundred. No, I'm with difference. Liam. Let's just go hard left side. Because five minutes ago we were sitting here saying Brett Kulak's a luxury you can't afford. Now you want to upgrade on the spot that you already can't afford to upgrade. But on. you're upgrading for a significantly better player. And, and you could argue Kulak is a better player than Broberg when you go do that swap. Like I just, but, I'm not, but now we're just, now we're saying replace Chikrin uh, Kulak with Chikrin. If I'm giving up a first and a prospect for a guy, 
I want it to be someone who is going to solidify my top pairing and make it so I have no concerns whenever my top four will say are on the ice. But man, but it gives you flexibility, man. Especially if he if he plays the right side. It, I, it, it, like I said, like you put him there, you just have like absolute nails on the left side. And if CC's not playing good or we need to mix it up, like imagine for like you have to pivot one game and you move Chickren up to play with Nurse after he's yeah. assimilated with the team. I, it doesn't even have to be per game either. It can be in the situation, right? Yeah, situation. Off, yeah. Offensive zone, yeah. face off late in the game. You put Nurse out there and you're like, hey, Cody, take a seat. Chickren, you're on. Like that is legit. So here, and I like this point. It was I'm from liking this. I'm not. I thought he was an ageist earlier, but now I'm really <laughs> starting to. Miguelicious yeah. is in great username. Sick, no way you put Chicken on the third pairing 12 minutes a game makes too much for not a lot of opportunity. I, I'm not giving up that much for a guy who I'm penciling into my third pairing right away. If I'm doing it, it's because he's playing on my top pairing with Darnell Nurse. Move, move and I forward. don't love that because it's not a dynamite fit. Move Boosh to forward. Flip Chicken the second pair right D. It just writes itself. But if, I'm uh, kidding, by the way. Hmm. I don't know. Like I see the argument, but I don't think they would play him 12 minutes. You would play him way more. You would play him way more. You have the opportunity to put out like your second unit. Goes is he better? Is he good he defensively? Like, like I know like I he's on Ottawa, fine. so his plus minus is going to be junk, but it's I, maybe not great, hard to say. not great defensively, but I think he does enough pushing things the other direction. And he's not afraid to be physical. Like he's fine defensively. Like, so you could, well, well maybe you, you once again, everything thinks I hate Bush, but defensively in those defensive situations, maybe you, that's where you can swap in in those like defensive zone starts and like kind of leverage. Cause you know, you've got this more of a stalwart guy to plug into that, that those situational things. And now we can have like situational pairings and that yeah. flexibility. I'm not opposed to it, Liam. And yeah, you can have that. You can have the third pair play 16 minutes a night. You could. It takes the, if, if they're responsible and Vinny's like, obviously just totally in like, keep it simple mode, which is like his superpower, like for us when he does it like that and you put like a chicken beside him and you know, it takes the minutes away from Darnell, takes the minutes away from Mecklenburg, rest those big boys up. I think it'll be very beneficial. I'm not like go to overtime. I'm not saying that is the move, but if I'm not opposed to the move. Mm -hmm. So first in Holloway, probably the only way you get them. Jim Frank saying his article Broberg is in, could be in the deal. There, if Ottawa's goal is to get rid of left-handed defensemen, they they won't want Broberg. That's true. Also, Chicker and one thing with Chicker, he doesn't kill penalties. So, who are your PKers if you, if you do this? Ekholm, uh, Dehernay, Cody, CC, and Ness. Okay. You don't need four. Yeah. Who doesn't play that right now? Then, because Kulak plays. So does Ekholm? Because he he has a little bit, but he's not a main PK guy. So, yeah, I wouldn't call him penalty. Killer. So who are our four PK guys right now? Right now we it go. Must be those four. It's everyone right? but Bouchard. Why is that? Nurse CC Vinny. Because he gets his minutes on the power play. You don't want to give him that much work. <laughs> I think if you get a player of the skill set, Jacob Chikrin, in addition to what you already have, you find a way to make it work for him. And put him in the now. Let's go, let's go back. You have essentially the same trade on the table to get to Foley or Chikrin. Who do you want? Who do you who do you want? To Foley. Yes. Yes. A million. You're not going to agree, yeah. Liam. I already know. I can tell. I can read you like a book. I think the other forward group is good. I think adding Chikrin is it makes great? your team better overall. 
I think adding to Foley for that trade of Kulak going out, bringing in Broberg leaves a question mark. I don't think there would be any question marks if you brought in Chikrin for that deal of moving out Kulak. Like with Broberg, I think he'd be fine, but you really don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think it's... So another angle of this is I think, I, th- I think, I think you could get Foley for just the first in Kulak and you're going to get him retained and the money's going to work beautifully. Okay. I don't think you get Chikrin without giving up Dylan Holloway. Because he's got the extra year, like the, they're gonna want a pre two premium assets. Chikrin's got one more year. Oh, I thought you said he was a free agent. No, no, he's four point six this year, four point six next year. Interesting. What did they trade him, acquire him for? First, second, third, I think. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh my goodness, what is going on? Double check. I'm trying, I'm trying. This damn Google thing does not I used to it yet. Anything that involves Dylan Holloway, I don't want a part of. Nope. They, so Arizona traded from Arizona to the Ottawa Senators for a conditional first round pick last year, mm-hmm. which was Danielle Butt, and a conditional second round pick for this year, a second round pick for 2026. They're going to want a first and a premium prospect to recoup that. Yep. Why don't you just give them back the same package? Don't like, agree. We'll give you back your first and two seconds. You could even yeah. say, you could even lose a second. Because you're we like, need hey, money going out though. Oh yeah, I'm throwing Kulak. So well, then, that seems so like a then lot. You but then go, you got to pay him to take uh, take money if you're only getting rid of Kulak, right? Well, give him the two. Just put Kulak in the deal, and you go first, second, maybe you'll say a third or something because you lose the year that Arizona huh? that you paid for with and the Kulak, but they got to keep fifty percent and Kulak. Oh yeah, keep down to Kulak's cap, whatever that yeah. is, to match it. I don't know. I don't know. All right, there you go. That Can is you uh, this guy got traded for Datsuk though. That's crazy. That is wild. It's uh, That's a fun history nugget. Uh, okay, that is a wrap on our rumor roundup for our friends at Douglas. Order today at douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation. Handcrafted in Canada, ensuring the highest quality materials and fastest delivery to you. Support, hey, there's me with my Douglas. Support a local owned and operated Edmonton company. Uh, Jay, everyone was making fun of my bedroom last time we did this ad read. 
they told me I live in the Harry Potter closet. Do we have that picture? No, it was a video. Ah, it was a video. Yeah, don't worry about oh, it then. Do we have the Harry Potter closet picture? It would also take me a minute, but yeah. I, oh, okay. yeah. I don't want to see that. Um, okay, it is a short for giant game day, which means it is also time for our game notes for tonight brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 lo- locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. It is home of the Pro-Pose. It is also home of getting your custom ring built and delivered in less than four weeks. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.ca. Adam Ernie cleared. Adam Ernie cleared. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, Breaking. Even, I didn't even bring it up earlier because it was like, he was obviously going to clear. Um, here's what we got for Columbus tonight in your game notes. They are bottom five, and, and this is all at five on five. They are bottom five in shots against per 60. Bottom five in shot attempts against per 60. Bottom five in goals against per 60. They're actually 10th in goals for per 60 on the season, but they couldn't get a save if their life depended on it. They're bottom 10 in 5v5 save percentage. Elvis Merz-Lickens is the expected starter this evening for the Blue Jackets. He's only had a save percentage better than 900 once in his last five games. Um, and in, he's allowed three plus goals in four of his last five starts. So he's been given up. He's been a little leaky. The only game in his last five where he allowed under three goals against was a game against Toronto where he gave up two goals in the first period then didn't come out for the middle frame or the third. So there you go. Merzlikens hasn't been great. You can get a look at the side-by-side stats there. Jay, remember uh, a few weeks ago before you left when we were like, God, when can Stuart Skinner get himself back up to, to, to a 900 save percentage and a respectable save percentage? Uh, he's there now and he's, he's way past it. 906, yep. that is wild. It's all we need. It's all right now, we're like in this pocket of time, we're getting like 930. Yeah, which is crazy. That's what happens to be at 930. But like 906 is all we need. Heading into December, he was in 881. He will almost surely be heading into February well above a 900. Here's his run over his last 15 games. The Oilers won 13 in a row. It's gold against averages. It's disgusting. It's It's so good. But another number on here that I like shots against per game. Well, well, well below 30. That makes life easier. And they are giving up. Outside of, I'd say, Toronto and Seattle, where they gave up a lot of odd man rushes, they're doing a much better job at not giving up breakaways and two-on-ones. That's a big thing, too. Yeah, it is big. I think it's going to happen, though, right? When you have such a highly offensive team, you're going to have the puck a lot, and sometimes you're just going to overexpose yourself. But when you've got a goalie like Stuart oh. Skinner, it allows you to, <laughs> to Possession is a great defense. It is. That's why Jacob Chikrin would be awesome Stop. on the third pair of the Oilers. <laughs> Longest winning streak by any Canadian team in NHL history, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, they're 21-3 and three in their last 24 games this season. That's and all we needed. Let's get this framed. 21-3. and We still got some work to do. We still got some work to do. I still got some work to do. I could look a little bit different. All right. Back to the YouTube chat. Mainlander Tim said, what is Stuart Skinner's third period save percentage? I actually don't know if I can even find that, but I, yeah, it's, it's probably really, really good. Yeah. Do you know how to find that? I will. I know how to do it the long way. (laughs) You're you're not going to go count up every game. Are you? Give me one second. (laughs) The long way. How long (laughs) we got left in the show? 16 (laughs) 16 minutes. minutes? Uh, Problem. (laughs) <laughs> the long way. I don't know what the long, long way division is. by hand. Dave's rest <laughs> yeah. shots. Does anyone have a pen and paper? Where's my notepad? Okay. Do they NHL.com doesn't do that? It's no need. Ah. Liam does it. <laughs> oh, Liam. this. Hey, how about this stat I just I'm stumbled kind of, into? 
That is a really damn cool stat. Go on. Well, there's a 13 and 0 in the last 13 (laughs) games started with a save percentage greater than 900. So the amount of games you've started where your save percentage is above 900. Yeah. Stuart Skinner has is third highest in the league. Con- a rough start. Connor Hellebuck has given the Oilers or has given the Jets 23 games of a 900 or better. Demko's at 22. Skinner's at 20. He's tied with Ilya Sorokin. Is it time to start putting some respect on Skinner's name? Like the big thing I is like, so. has he found his endurance? Because he fizzled out, fizzled out on us uh, a little last year. Yeah. Only time will really tell. But like, well, yeah, you got to get those reps in to, to, to build that up. That is a wild stat. 20 games he started out of 32 this year. Sorry, out of 31, he does have one relief appearance where he's been above a 900. That is, I mean, I guess his bad nights have just been really, just bad. really bad. Yeah, especially early in the season. Yeah, but. like sevens. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a it was a dark time. It was it 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 really felt like the decade of darkness in that like six week span. Yeah. So I don't know what you want to call it, but it was tough. It was tough. He's also getting the fourth most run support, we'll call it, in the NHL. Only Hellebuck, Demko, and Gorgiev have been getting more goals scored yeah. per game by the But team. he's only letting in 1.87 a game. So like there was barely have to like the run support has to be minimal. I wonder if there's something to that, like just looking at that group there, Hellebuck and Demko both having some of the best run support in the league. Do you think there's something to your team is more inclined to take offensive risks when they know you're absolutely dialed back there? I'm telling you, man, Vancouver's going to have a fall from grace. Winnipeg's legit. Vancouver, well, although they own us this season mm-hmm. and we don't play them again. One right? more time. We do. Thank God. But Jay, I mean, the Oilers are 21 and three in their last 24 games and they're still 15 points back of the Canucks. Yeah. But they also have four games in hand Five, and they have how many overtime losses. Yeah. But like I, you harmonize that and get your true loss. Like it, we're not that different. The points are much different. So the Oilers have played 42 games this year and lost 16 of them. The Canucks have played 47 games this year and lost 15 of them. So, there you go. I mean, but again, the five games in hand, you could add a couple losses and that's bad. Or maybe you don't. Well, if you don't, we may never lose again, Tyler. That's that's another interesting side of uh, of this whole. That's debate. What's so wild. Like you're watching the games and you're just like, they're just gonna win. Yeah, and I know you can't take that for granted. And we really have to enjoy this moment in time. We are watching history, but it just, I like they they've 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 proven us wrong so many times this month. We're like, okay, this is the game. Nope. Oh, they're flat tonight. Nope. Yeah. We've only scored two goals tonight. That's a lot of checkers. Like eventually at some point, I said this a few shows ago, at some point, the Oilers power play is going to go on a five game stretch where it's 65%. That's going to happen. Yeah, it hasn't really done that. It hasn't. So like, what if that comes at some point? That we're not fully clicking on all cylinders. But but the big thing for us is goaltending is better. Obviously, our defensive play is better. And we're getting like, Better our five on five scoring is better, and our depth five on five scoring is better. The, uh, ir- the irony is that really the only thing not clicking is the power play. Yeah, set the record. And like it's McDavid good, good isn't shooting the lights out at five on five right now or anything like that. Like, hey, but it, like it, this whole time though, like McDavid's looked amazing. He's just like it's just not. He's not scoring. It's not scoring. It's weird. Um, all right. Well, let's tie things into our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. The big grand opening is coming up 
in spring of 2024. What do you get when you combine Sherwood Ford the Giant with our friends at Free Spirit Power Marines? Boom, they come together to create Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Jay, do you have a key to victory for this evening? Well, just like pedal to the metal, boys. Like just keep doing what you're doing. Keep believing. Like you can't really critique the team when it's on a 13-game heater. Sure, I guess. Let's go 30% of the power play tonight. Like, whatever. But, like, do not play down to Columbus's level. No. I don't think they want to because now they're trying to make history. I think now, like, you're right. They've gone through, like, they were running on a little, like, uh, a little bit E on the emotional energy side, but they pulled off some big wins. I think they're reinvigorated. They see the all star game late at the end of the tunnel in terms of being able to recharge. Competition is not that good, but I can't take it for granted. Just keep doing what you're doing, boys. That's it. That easy. I have an answer. What was the question again? <laughs> what was Stewart's Steve percentage uh, is in the, in third, the period. third period during a streak, right? Yep. He has a point three goals against average. Oh my god! And a zero point nine six seven goals against average. You mean save percentage? Save percentage, yes. The only time he's allowed more than one goal in the third period of a game was the Rangers. And that one goal went in with 0.7. So so, so the answer, his save percentage in the third period during this winning streak is 967. Yeah, and his goals against is 0.3. Because he's allowed three in 10 games. That's 0.3, right? That would be 30%. Yeah, Yeah, well, three in 10 games. His goals against like goals against average is traditionally calculated over the course of sixty minutes. So his GAA yeah. would actually be point one one. There you go. There <laughs> you have to cut it in the third, right? Like yeah, yeah but we're yeah. just isolating yeah. it to the third period. So point three goals. He allowed. gives up. He gives up a goal in the third period on average once every three games. Uh, yeah. So the Rangers was two. San Jose he faced six shots, no goals. The Kings he faced seven shots, no goals. Philly, 12 shots, no goals. Ottawa, 11 shots, one goal. Chicago, 12 shots, no goals. One goal win. Uh, Montreal, eight shots, no goals. Overtime win. Toronto, six shots, no goals. One goal win. Seattle, seven shots, no goals. One goal win. Calgary, eight shots, no goals. So the last time he allowed a goal in the third period was against Ottawa. So is your your Sherwood Power Sports and Marine Key to Victory Stuart Skinner in the third period? Oh, why not? I just spent 10 minutes figuring out all those numbers. Shout out the old-fashioned way, Liam. Shout out pen and paper. Yeah, it got the job done. Uh, Digital pen and paper. Mine's going to be... Google. Mine's going to be just kind of what you said, Jay. Pedal to the floor. Like You can break this Blue Jackets team spirit so quick. And with the goaltending you're getting, if you come out and just... Hit it, hit the gas in the first 10 minutes. It's over. This thing could be over by the eight minute what's, mark. Tonight. What's the, and like, whatever, not to get ahead of myself, what's the league record for win streak? I think it's 18. 17 Penguins. Pittsburgh 30, Penguins. Oh, 35. What? Uh, isn't it Montreal from like 19 something? Yeah, like the actual NHL right? I think the cap record is in Pittsburgh, 17. No, the Penguins did that in like the 90s. Peng- oh, Penguins, 92. Yeah. In a row, NHL. Oh, it says Philadelphia went undefeated 35 consecutive consecutive games. In what year? 80. So that undefeated. Ties. That yeah, that includes ties. Oh, I see. Uh, straight wins. Pittsburgh Penguins with 17 and 92-93. Yeah. The Columbus Blue Jackets had 16 and 16-17. What a run. 
All right, Keeps the Victory brought to you by Short Power Sports and Marine. They will be the exclusive spot in Short Park for all things Yamaha, including Yamaha boats, boat motors, dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles. Jay's a Yamaha guy. He's going to be hitting up Short Power Sports and Marine to get his fix Damn. when they open up this Love me a four-stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, it is time for the Betway Game Day Betting Challenge, boys. We all picked a goal score last game. None of us got our picks right. But none of us got teased more than Jay with Matthias Ekholm having like oh, six. Oh, up four shots on goal for Ekholm. <laughs> it was killing me. And every single one was just like, oh, that is a great day score. <laughs> Didn't get it, though. Didn't get it. Jay falls for the fourth time in a row. Yeah, sliding. I'm sneaking up, kind of. Still, still got my units, though. A lot of units. Going to get some tonight, too. <laughs> so let's dig into things here. Jay, you are chasing the juice. That is the only thing to do when the odds are this shitty. Yeah. I'd win every period. 550. That's really good odds on them to win every period. I don't hate that one bit. I'm probably tailing you if I'm being honest, which will make it easier to stomach when you're plus 11.7 units or whatever tomorrow <laughs> or on the next show. Yeah. Um, I'm going Connor McDavid power play point minus 105. Hard to find value. I think the Oilers power play gets going tonight with a goal or two. So why not? Uh, just, you know, it's, it's almost even money. It's easy. Connor McDavid power play point. Liam, you like. And the King goal. All right. I think he's actually been playing pretty well the last couple of games. I can feel something coming for him. I also kind of like Holloway goal. I don't know. He was buzzing last. He should have three assists on Saturday against Calgary. Just two, but two of his passes went to Cody CC and Connor Brown. <laughs> he did pick up one apple though. I'm the Sam Gagne snipe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a Dylan Holloway point this evening. Uh, there you go. That is the challenge for Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Let us know in the chat what you like this evening. Maybe an anytime goal score. Uh, just one more time, Aaron. You want to flash up the expected lines for this evening for the Oilers as they get ready to welcome the Columbus Blue Jackets to downtown Edmonton. It is staying the exact same as last game. And I don't think that is a mistake at all. This is exactly how you should be rolling this thing. Corey Perry is on the roster, but not expected to play until uh, until Saturday against the Nashville Predators. So they apparently want to get him one game before the All-Star break, which makes sense. I thought maybe they'd let him go Thursday against Chicago, but do you really want that narrative creeping around? I don't know. That it just, causes especially if we're trying to chase a streak. Yeah, you don't want that, uh, that storyline lingering. So uh, there you go. That is how the Oilers are expected to line up tonight. Aaron will have more on the lineup on the Columbus Blue Jacket side and all that game day stuff with pre-gaming later this evening. There is a, a little wrinkle in the organization. Our Adam Ernie is down. Yeah, explain this. So with Ernie clear in the condos of a veteran problem where they have too many. So one of the following players has to sit the next game, whenever that is. Kajula, Ernie, Gleason, Griffith, Maloney, McKeg, who they're definitely not going to sit, and Lane Peterson. So the others might have to send down Kemp, yeah, to bring up like Gleason. Yeah, I saw Zach said, "Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't the others just swap Kemp for Gleason? Like Gleason come up with the yeah. team for a little bit and whatever." Um, but then when you head to the All Star break, like I wonder if the Oilers will do anything. Like you know, will Dylan Holloway go down and just play for the Condors during the All Star break? Call up Ernie. Yeah, just paper transaction Ernie back up to the team okay. and send I mean, Holloway. Good, down. more games like like the kidneys games. Or do you want to keep him fresh? But he hasn't played a lot, so why are you worried about it? Yeah, I wouldn't worry about keeping him fresh. Yeah, Shout, Shout out, out the Condors. Look at those records. That is crazy. Since December twentieth, the Oilers organization is twenty three one and two. <laughs> Not bad. We're living a dream. Yeah, it's a good one. It just is a good one. Enjoy this window of time. <laughs> 
I know it's Enjoy a lot it. of fun. Enjoy it. Uh, the menu for today, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. It is right there up at the top of your screen. Maybe you want to use the double dash feature and get two things thrown in at once. Jay on Real Life yesterday was explaining, you always want to donair. No one else in your house ever wants a donair. Now you can order them what they want and just tack on your donair. It just makes... it. it, it it just kills the conversation now. Yeah. Now I can always get my donair. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets what they want. It is, it, it is such a battle. I'm with you. I was like, let's like, get donair. It's like, oh, well, like, how, like, oh, but their pizza isn't good. It's like, I know it's because they're donair place. <laughs> Why don't you try their flava? I don't want flava. Okay. Well, and when your girlfriend's vegetarian, it is like, so I normally would just order two separate orders paying double delivery fees. DoorDash but then the game is you really have the driver's race. Who wins, right? <laughs> and you bet at home whose food's going to come first. Like that's kind of fun, but really it's dumb. But this saves you a bunch of money and headache. It does. Uh, here's your menu for today. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio going to drop later on this afternoon. And then pre-gaming with Boards, he starts at 6 o'clock. Myself and Aaron going to be live on See the... YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that good stuff. We'll be live getting you set right up until puck drop. And then post game tonight is the big dog, Liam, joining Aaron immediately following the final buzzer. What's your dog noise, Liam? Ow, ow. Sounds more like a sounds more like a coyote. It's like I'm a he's in the trip. Ah, are we sold out yet? Asian vacation. Oh, I think I, well, we sold we sold one this morning. I think we have three or four four spots left. You won't want to miss out. Nation Vacation brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. We're heading out to Zona in a couple of weeks, February 18th to 20th. Flights, hotel, hockey, it is all included. Mullet. Watching the Oilers at the mullet is going to be... Liam said he was going to cut his hair into a mullet to go to the mullet arena. He said that on the weekend. I don't know if he recalls it, but I recall it. Would you please? Would I cut my hair into a mullet? Yeah. Like Pinder. Pinder looked good this Pinder's looks awesome. Legit. Oh, Liam. Don't look Liam, at you, like you could do it. I ate cat food once. A little mild modification there. You got the back flow. If the Oilers go perfect this week, yeah, you're halfway there. <laughs> There's a lot to put on the line, folks. Uh, no, think about it. You think about it. <laughs> think about maybe what you'd want in return. If I had your hair, I would be an auto yes. I've thought about it. Just a second, I thought about it. <laughs> well, like take a minute, maybe next time. Nope. Nah, you All might right. need to. I'll take a minute. What if Andrea's in? <laughs> ah, she might want it. No, oh. uh, suspicion. She might not like that. We'll uh, see. Oh, so maybe not. Speaking of the mullet, uh, my buddy Eli, he's a diehard Penguins fan. He flew down to Arizona just to watch oh, the game last night. night. See them score on watch them score on themselves. <laughs> Do you see that clip? No. They scored on themselves. You haven't seen this. It was in the DFO work, Dave. Do we have time to grab it? I can't believe you haven't seen this, Jay. It's unbelievable. So he flew all the way down to Arizona, watched them lose to the Yotes, and watched them score on themselves. It is the first time in NHL history that a team has scored a power play goal without taking a shot on net or something like that. Oh, because they... They dropped it back. Yeah, that's happened before, but not, not the play. the Coyotes were already on the power play, so the Penguins were just cycling with it, like looking to kill off some clock. And hey, the, here you go. Hey, here you go. Jay, take one. Yeah, it was delayed penalty, but Arizona generated this upcoming penalty on Arizona thanks to a shorthanded two on one with Rust and Achari. They didn't score. Oh my goodness! They just did on themselves. 
every day. And I was thinking the Pens are doing a good job here trying to get the time off the clock. For their own penalty. Zucker will now go in the box and serve that penalty. 49 seconds left on the Harkins penalty. So a four on four for a bit here, but keeping that puck, hanging on to that puck. Only oh, yeah, I guess they didn't score. Yeah, and I like how Zucker was still arguing the call. Like, you're up two goals now, buddy. You're probably yeah, good. You're fine. Uh, laugh at them. Laugh. Remember when the Oilers almost did that a couple weeks ago when Vinny threw it back and went oh, off the yeah. side of the net? Woo! That would have been bad. Uh, but what did he say about the Mullet Arena? Uh, he said it was unreal. Yeah. Like, legit. Just wanted to watch his team win. But yeah, of course. That's always the danger of traveling and, and doing that. Uh, all right. That is a wrap on today's edition of the show. We're running a little long here. Got to go do Oilers Nation Radio. Uh, so thanks to everyone who tuned in to a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. The Oilers looking to make it 14 tomorrow. Frank Saravalli on the Star Mechanical Guest Line. Your Alberta Blue Cross moments of the game and more coming up. 1201 Mountain. We'll chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.